Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm Peter. And we are parents of two children, Alberto and Rosina. Each week we sit down together and chat about the reality of raising children. So, if you're a new parent, expecting or just want to see what it's all about, this is the place for you. This, this is, is The, the Parent Sesh. Welcome to the Parent Sesh Podcast. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, as always, Peter, my wife. How you doing? It's me. I'm great, thanks. How are you? Oh, I got a how are you back. I'm very well. Mm. Very well. It's been a nice, busy week. And this week, uh, right at the start of the week, actually, we managed to pack a lot in this week, I'm pretty, didn't we? I think it might just feel like that because of all the torrential Rain. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, the week we've recorded this podcast, we've just been off the back of a lot of rain, mm. and that can really hinder what you do as well, parents. When you're stuck inside, it feels longer, very busy, and you clean up a lot, and Constantly. it takes the whole day. Yeah. But right at the start of the week, when the weather was great and there was no hint of rain about, uh, there's some English Premier League sides are in town. Very exciting. Very exciting. As a football tragic, to have that level of football being played here in Australia, albeit a pre-season friendly, mm. doesn't matter. No. You want to go. So we knew about this maybe a few months ago that they were coming out and uh, we booked some tickets. So I Good booked, boys day. Yeah, it was really mm. nice. I had some friends of mine, him and his son are big Aston Villa fans, huge. Like he used to go to every single game and – that's not the point of the story, but, you know, just setting the scene for you a little bit. <laughs> he hasn't seen the Villa play in like 15 years. So I told him we'd tag along. He was going to bring in his person. son. Yeah, in person. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring Alberto. He brought his son. I'm going to make a day of it. So we went up. We caught, uh, first of all, we drove because uh, my mate lives near Suncorp Stadium and hung out at his place for a bit. Alberto and his son played some football together in the backyard, which was really cute, and then hopped on a train. Alberto's first time on a train. Is it? Yeah, it was, and he loved it. He, I bet. He kept asking how many <laughs> stops until we get there, and then we actually had to walk a little bit, and he did so well. He, we got to the, we got to Caxton Street, and if you've ever been to Suncorp, Caxton Street is very colourful. Very before, before a, game, a football like match. Very, very, yeah, very, atmosphere. very atmospheric. Mm-hmm. He was tired. His legs were exhausted. Oh, did yeah. you actually go up that big hill? Yeah. No, we walked down the big hill. Oh, down the big which hill. Which was fortunate because mm-hmm. we came from the other direction. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we got to the stadium. It was Aston Villa versus Leeds United. So two big Premier good, League sides. Teams. Leeds have got quite a big following here in Australia because of the history well, of the Australian players, Harry Kuehl, Mark Waduka, that have previously played for Leeds. Wow. Are we having a football history lesson? Sorry. <laughs> we are a little bit. But in any case, Alberto was really excited to get in there, see the game. First half, we were sitting away from uh, my mate and his son. Second half, though. Well, that's only because you bought tickets separately. Yeah, or, he or got something. given tickets mm. as a present. Anyway, mm. second half, we got to sit together. Alberto was eating food, and you might know how kids and food, once they get to eat, they are focused. They perk up. Yeah, they do. And then he watched the rest of the game. We were all celebrating, kept asking about his friend. And after the game, we stuck around a bit trying to catch some of the Aston Villa players. And he was loving staying back. He, him and his mate, they were running around. He was holding it. There was a sign, which was really cute. There was mm. a sign that um, my mate's son had, and it was to try and get one of the players' shirts. And Alberto was really eager to help him hold it up. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. And then, you know, we stuck around for a bit. They never came back, annoyingly. But then we caught the train back, and again, he loved catching the train back. We played I Spy on the train. That's so funny because he actually always asks us if you can go on the tram yeah. near us, 
is always asking, when can we go on the tram? And we're like, oh, maybe next weekend. And then every time we go to use it, oh, look, it's raining. We can't go out there today. What a shame. So he loved the tram, the train back to my mate's house, and then he didn't want to leave. He'd made a new friend, you see. Mm. And, you know, when you make a new friend, the last thing you want to do is leave them. Yeah. So that was a, a nice way to start the week. He was really tired by the time we came home. Actually, he slept on the way home in the car. Mm. Well, it was a bit of a late night too, wasn't it? Um, yeah, because we stayed back for so routine. long. Because yeah. we stayed back for like an hour and a bit, we stayed mm. back for in the stadium. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was my Sunday with my son. It's so nice that you had this like one-on-one time mm. with him. I know that you went with another dad and son duo, but just that whole vibe of like the boys together, it's so nice. I think what I want is for him to sort of maintain that and we're going to go back to when Brisbane Raw play at Suncorp this season. We're definitely going to go back mm. and do the same sort of thing and I want him to start building this as a memory mm. that he can he can enjoy going to Suncorp to see football matches. Yeah, and reflect back on. That's and maybe right. it'd be a tradition he will do with his son. Yeah. <laughs> or and daughter or whoever. Or, or but, yeah. whatever he has. But, you know, hopefully he names his son Alberto or Daniel as his tradition. Mm. But we didn't go down that path. And that's actually what this episode is about today. We're actually going to explore how we named our children. Yeah. And I think, you know, na- it's not easy naming kids. Mm, it's a lot of pressure. So, yeah, <laughs> lots of pressure. So... Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. So let's take a break and we'll get into it when we come back. So before we look at exactly how we named our two kids, let's take the listeners on a bit of a journey back to some family culture and heritage. Mm. Because in Italian culture, you traditionally name your kids after your parents. Yes. So traditionally it goes with the father of the child's father. father yep. For a for male. The f- for the firstborn son, yep. Yeah. And then the father of the child's mother yep. would be next. And then if you had, say, two boys, you'd go the father's father and then the mother's father. And that's yes. how you'd name them. It would just go You just like sort that. of basically keep looking down your family lineage mm-hmm. and pick names from that. There's a there's a lineage you you follow, like there's a guide mm. you follow, and that's in theory what the history and culture is always taught to do. Mm. The problem with that is you end up with like a million of the same people within your family. Like Yes. In my family on both sides. On both sides. It's- there's Astounding. almost the same name <laughs> repeated. Repeated. Mm. Like on my on my dad's side, the name Joseph or Giuseppe mm. is there about I don't know five or six times. Like well, everyone's firstborn son, bar my parents, by the way, bar my parents, is named Joseph. I'm currently yeah. watching my wife count with her fingers in in, in currently her head. like living. Yeah. Um, generation. There's four. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of. Joe's, Joseph's, you could say Joe and like heaps of people will turn around Mm. at at a family get together. So that's traditionally in part what you're meant to do. And look, we're inspired by that in a way. Mm. However, my parents and and their generation kind of broke the mold a little bit. I do remember we did consider it as well, like what it would be like to name our child after your dad. Yeah. You know, or after your mom or or whatever. We did really look at that, but it just gets a little bit tricky. It does get a little bit tricky. Mm. Just not, I think it's more tricky in today's day and age, children or people like to have their own identity a little bit more. Mm. So giving them an identity of someone else can kind of limit that. But we still wanted to honour the tradition of what it it is in our family and the names carry on. Mm. So my parents went a bit different. You know, not to get into their background too much, but growing up as Italians in, you know, the 70s, 
wasn't that great. wasn't that easy. Yeah. And with very Italian very Italian names. names. Like my dad's name is Luigi. My mum's name is Annunziata. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine with those two names on a birth certificate. On a roll call. On a roll call, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the easiest Tricky. existence. There's a lot of, let's call it what it was, racism mm. that goes around it. So when they grow up and they had their kids, rather than subject their kids to a similar fate, mm. thinking that times hadn't changed, they went with a bit more, I guess, traditional Western names. Yeah, I think the names in the end for you and your brother were a variation on mm. an Italian name. So they they could be Italianized, could be Italian. but they went with the English version yeah. of it. Some of the other names that your parents have told us in the past that were potentially going could to be your name were definitely Western. Yeah. There was no Italian influence. So funny story, because of their, I guess avoidance in wanting to name me the name they should have given me, which was uh, Giuseppe. Giuseppe. <laughs> Joseph. I, when I was yeah. born, I didn't have a name for six weeks. Mm. So when they, they just called me baby. And then. Did they? Yeah. They didn't all, just like trial names. They trial, they did trial names mm. in between, but for like when that name didn't work, they just revert back to call me baby Scateri. Mm. So ultimately they landed on Daniel after about six weeks. And then my middle name was Joseph. Yeah. Daniel Joseph, which Joseph is the English word for Giuseppe. Mm. So so even then they didn't do the traditional expectation. Yeah. Look, yeah. it didn't make my grandparents too happy mm. <laughs> because every other sort of uh, one of my dad's siblings kind of followed the yeah. tradition a were little they, bit. They weren't the last to have kids or they were? They were, your, they were middle of side. the road. Yeah, they were definitely not the first to have kids, not not to get into that too much, but yeah, mm. they weren't the first. And I think they kind of just broke the mold a little bit. Mm. Now that kind of set a bit of a, a standard or a bit of a tradition that we could still be named after the grandparents, just not first name. But where they sort of strayed and gave me like a really sort of English name, my philosophy with it was I wanted to steer it back the other way, Mm. bring it back into the Italian culture and really embrace it a lot more. Mm. And I think when I met you, you really came into that as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I didn't have that growing up on my side of the family. We didn't have any sort of culture. We didn't have a big family. It was very small. So once I was sort of introduced to that side, I, I thought, well, it's, it is quite dominant, yeah, <laughs> so we can't avoid we it. can't really get out of it. <laughs> so we should really be on its side and be championing. To really yeah. showcase how she, much she couldn't avoid it. At our wedding, we had over 180 people. Mm. 140 <laughs> of them were from my side. 145, I'm Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I stand corrected. 145 from my side of the fence Yeah, and around about 40 or less than 40 from yours. Yeah. So that really shows the imbalance. And I think mm. you sort of like, not scraped, but you got to 40 yes. just to get numbers up. To make, at our wedding, we had tables of 10. Sorry, tangent. Um, we had tables of 10 and a lot of my tables were like six. And I just thought I need to get four more people <laughs> yeah. for this table and that table and that table. And that's where I was just a little bit more free with the invitations. Yeah. So, look, that just sort of showcases how dominant my side of the family and my Italian side of the family really is because both my parents are Italian, so that's just the way it is. So that kind of really played a big part in, I guess, our culture that we were going to inherit. Mm -hmm. And when we inherited that culture, we lent into it as Mm -hmm. opposed to the other side of the fence, which was, well, it didn't treat us very well growing up with it. Avoidance. Let's leave it behind. Yeah. Look, mm. as my parents have gotten older, they've absolutely re- like not re-embraced it. They never didn't embrace it. I think it's just more there I were think, things they tried to do to limit our exposure to what they got when they grew up. I also think there was like they were in half in a way. Yeah. Like half of them, like their home life, their family life was very, very cultural, very Italian, one of the traditions – all of the things. And as soon as they stepped outside the door, it was 
different. It was trying to assimilating, assimilate and yeah. blend in and feel a part of the community. Funny story. Again, it's a oh bit of a tangent. Oh, my gosh. It's a tangent. We're you talking about baby names. But <laughs> this sort of just showcases the assimilation that my dad and my parents tried to get through. Mm. My nonno, my dad's father, was a very big football person. Coming from Italy, that was the sport. So when he came over here, that's just the sport he grew up knowing and loving. My dad, not wanting to sort of fall into that trap or I guess had all his friends from his school played rugby league and rugby union. So my dad was naturally, again, like I said, wanting to sort of assimilate himself in a way that he could fit in with that crowd. So playing rugby rugby league, rugby union was appealing. Anyway, he goes to my, to my nonno, to his dad. Hey, hey, papa, I'd really like to play rugby. And he goes, hmm? Mm. Look, he goes, if you want, my nonno said this, if you want to play football, I'll pay for your boots. I'll buy your shin pads. I'll pay for your registration. I'll, I'll drive you. Games. I'll drive you to the games. Mm. If you want to play rugby, you figure it out for yourself. Catch the bus. Catch the bus. <laughs> like my dad was, I think he was a teen, late teens by that point. So mm. it kind of, he could. Could have driven maybe at that point as yeah. well. But yeah, we get but it. But it just sort it. of showcases like the lengths that my it dad went so- to. He played rugby league and rugby union. So he didn't yeah. go down the path where everything was paid for and looked after. He chose the other one. But also it showcases as well how much uh, your nunu, he was so proud was, of yeah. his culture and his heritage and he just wanted that for his son as well and was sort of like, don't worry about what they have to say. You know, do what, what matters and what's going to make us and our community excited. Yeah. But his name when was you're ju- young, you just don't think that way. You just think, I just want to get through a day of school without feeling targeted yeah mm. look his name was giuseppe my nonno and even though it says joseph on my birth certificate i i tell people it's giuseppe because i feel more connected to that mm. than what i do saying that it's joseph so you can our philosophy and our sort of family culture really left an impression on both of us you know for peter who just came into it mm. you know never having experienced anything like it before mm-hmm. to just grab it and and fall into it with both hands so quickly and easily was really, really nice. But there was another part to our philosophy too. Like as much as we wanted these these bold traditional Italian names, they still had to be practical. Mm. So we didn't want names that you could you could see on a piece of paper that you couldn't read or couldn't pronounce. pronounce. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the biggest key. I kept saying that I want a name that you can read and pronounce or you hear it and you can spell it. Yeah. So – that, you know, it sounds so silly, but it's something as easy as like a coffee order and they say, what name? And you have to consistently spell your name well, or say they say it wrong or, this is know. This is not a joke. Mm. Peter does not order food over the phone <laughs> because she does not want to tell people how to, like, she hates the question, how do you spell that? Or, or she hates when people presume it's a male spelling. I hate when people say, isn't that a boy's name? Like a hundred percent. I, as an adult, I still get, isn't that a boy's name? And I'm like, clearly not. <laughs> We've had arguments <laughs> because I've like, can you call and order? And then sometimes she does. She gives them my name. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but you've ordered. Uh, so that I think is where that came from. Am I, am I, is that right? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so selfishly but also both of our last names yeah we're never going to get away from our last name having to be spelled so for me my entire life even now it's you have to spell your first name and your last name people consistently get it wrong and it's just annoying yeah so i really wanted our kids to have something that's a little bit easier just one part well i think in a way we've done that Mm. so we want to talk about that so let's take a break With all of that, I guess, in mind, when we found out that we were pregnant, we uh, we had to think of a name. 
yeah, we. I feel like the process started before that a little. Like we we'd spoken yeah, about it. Yeah, we're too we're too eager to plan. We we're plan. I'm a I'm a planner, and I sort of drag you along for that. Yeah, process. <laughs> I I I I go along with it with rolled eyes sometimes, and I get yeah. caught out for that. But ultimately, it does put us in good stead. So we did uh, have to pick a name, and. We definitely wanted a strong name. Like we, we tried to pick names for both the boy and the girl, but mm-hmm. we're going to focus more on how we landed with Alberto in this part. Mm-hmm. We wanted a strong name. We wanted one that's like sounded really sort of, oh, yeah, hear that. And you're like, oof, that's, yeah. a, that's a strong name. Yeah. We decided pretty early on that Luigi was going to be the middle name. Yeah, I think that was just a given. That was a given. At that point. I think there were a couple of times in – the process that we were like, we found a name we really, really liked, but it didn't match our criteria of, Mm. can you spell it? Can you pronounce it? And that had Luigi in the first name. So in that instance, we wouldn't put like Luigi again. (laughs) Well, we tried a couple of different ways to find Italian baby names. Mm. Like one where there was like a website, Straight up Google Italian baby names. Italian baby names, top top 100. (laughs) And you scroll through the list and there's some ones that sound beautiful. Amazing names, yeah. But whether or not they actually fit Mm -hmm. within the remit of what we were going for Mm -hmm. or like you didn't want to go too far the other way because, one, we don't live in Italy. So there still need to be some semblance of uh, relevance to where we do live. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, a couple of them you just, like, that's just wacky because we can't use that. Yeah. I did really like a lot of the names that started with, like, Jean. Mm. So it was, like. Giancarlo. Yeah. Jean-Luigi. Jean-Luca. We really love those ones. We couldn't do Jean-Luca because my cousin, their son's name is Luca. Mm -hmm. So that was out. We couldn't do names like Frank or Franco because... We've got friends who's got a daughter named Frankie. Yeah, but we, yeah. She's thinking. While she's thinking. There was a reason why I didn't rule it out, though. I was like, even though she's named Frankie, it's not going to be the same thing. Nah, sure, if that's how you remember it. Didn't I think No, you ruled it out pretty much straight away. I said it was okay. You said it wasn't. (laughs) Okay. So we'll just get this domestic out of the way now. (laughs) So that one was out. And then, yeah, Juan Luigi, we found that name because (laughs) we actually looked through the Italian national team's squad. Football team. Football team. Mm -hmm. And... They were beautiful names there, Marco and- Andrea. Andrea. Mm. And again, you're like, wow, they're really sort of nice names. Mm -hmm. But we just didn't find one in there that that fit what we wanted. Yeah. And we even were looking at like the Godfather (laughs) at one point. Yes. We We got our second boy's name if we ever had a second boy from the Godfather. Which isn't happening now. No. Because- But we we keep it as like a- Pet's name potentially. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> true, and we're not going to tell anyone on this podcast what it is because you'll steal it. You'll no. steal it. <laughs> no. You probably won't. Probably, <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. Uh, so yeah, we definitely looked at the Italian national team, and Joan Luigi stood out. Mm, but then that would I mean loved that we couldn't do Joan Luigi Luigi. No, that's, <laughs> that's what I was saying before: yeah. is that you couldn't, you know, do the same name twice, but. And we loved that he was called Gigi. Yeah, like that, Gigi that was Buffon. the best. Gigi we Buffon. Loved what a that. what a name! Because like he's not his name isn't Gigi, but Juan it starts in G, G and ends in G. Yeah, so, mm. so it just gives him a really good nickname. And I think that was another factor when we were picking the name is we wanted a name that would have a good nickname behind it. Mm. But because kids always get a nickname at school in sport. Yeah. In Australia, it's just the thing. I got Danny, Dano, D-Man. Like I had Mm. heaps for Daniel. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had a few for Peter as well. No. No, no, okay. (laughs) I I thought your mum maybe gave you some. Oh, My mum thinks I'm cool. (laughs) That's what I just made that sound like that. (laughs) Is that from something? It's from The Simpsons. Of course it is. I've managed to work that in somehow. Okay. But when we landed on Alberto, I think we just – we just knew you, you found it or picked it. Yeah. I found it really quite early on and I was like, yeah, 
that's something that is special to me. That feels good. I think, you know, when you look up, what's the meaning behind the name? I think it said something like noble. And mm. I thought, wow, that's our, that's our boy. <laughs> and um, I just marked it aside and said, that's really something. But we continued looking because it's, you know, it's a big decision. Yeah. The name is is what they go by. It's their, their identity for their future. Mm. And we really wanted it to to be a good name. But I think when we found out we were having a boy, I'm pretty sure it was locked yeah. in at that point. Yeah, we definitely knew. Uh, and it's funny, when you tell people what your child's name is before they're born, people can't quite see it, can they? That's very true. And they think that it's okay to share their opinion at that point yeah. because it's not the baby's not really named that yet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, are you sure you're going to name it that? Like, like when we had our baby shower, if you remember, mm. we had like a quiz show kind of thing and that name was on like um, for people to guess what we're naming the baby. And even at that point, which I was, what, eight months pregnant at that yeah. time, people were still like, oh, really? Oh, are you sure? Because they thought it sounded old. Yeah. So, so, so like it's an old person's it's name. It's an old man. It's an old man. Mm. And <laughs> sure, you know, that's but that's why it worked for us because it was a traditional mm-hmm. sort of Italian name yeah, from and, that era. And not super common because mm. that was another thing we wanted was that we wanted it to be traditional but not common that it's on like a top ten list every single year. Yeah. And Alberto really fit that. Mm. Then when he was born, oh, didn't everyone love it? I think you know what it was. I think it's because he came out looking, looking like, like an nunu. old man. He looks <laughs> like, like a nonno. He looks like he'd been here for a while. He's an old soul and it just suits him so much. And now wherever we go, whenever he's introduced to someone, they everyone gasps and says, oh, that's so beautiful. That's an amazing name. I remember it at the hospital. Mm. We were wheeling him. Mm. I remember I was wheeling him into an elevator and there were some nurses there and they saw him and they asked me what his name was. I said, oh, it's Alberto. And they went, oh, my goodness, that is so beautiful. And I think that was the first time people had said that to us, yeah. like straight off the bat yeah. as well. It, and we were just like really filled with love yeah. <laughs> in that moment. It, it just made us feel like we made the absolute right decision. Yeah. And he loves his name. Yeah. He loves his name. He saw his name in a movie and he went, that's Alberto. Yeah. I'm Alberto. And then he called it the Alberto movie. The Alberto movie for (laughs) the longest time. Yeah. And that was all he wanted to watch for for a long Mm. time. But, again, we picked that name because we thought it would have a great nickname. We were adamant that it was going to be Albie. Albie. We told all of our friends he's going to be called Albie. Oh, that's just so cute though, isn't it? It is. Albie. Oh. And all of our friends took it and ran with it. They were like, this is great. Yep. I remember them signing cards like to Albie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have never, ever, ever <laughs> called him Albie. No. Never. We we say his full name. We just, yeah. we can't bring ourselves to not say his full name because that's just the name that we gave him. Yeah. And we love it. And he is Alberto. He is Alberto. He like, really is. I dare you. Look at the photo of Alberto <laughs> and tell me he's not Alberto. <laughs> but when you string his full name together, like his first, his middle, and his last name, Alberto Luigi Scuteri. It's just a really powerful Italian name mm. and just go everything. It just goes together really well. Those yeah. three words mm-hmm. pack a punch. They do. And uh, whenever he's when he's playing professional football one, one day, day and you see that last name <laughs> put across the back and the commentator goes, Alberto Luigi. Yeah. Very, very proud moment. <laughs> yeah. Very, very proud moment. So that was that's Alberto's naming story. We kind mm. of took a bit of a. An easy path to get there, but Racina's, my goodness, that was not as easy. Uh, And again, we want to share that story because we know that naming kids is is difficult. So uh, let's take a break and we'll discuss it when we come back. (laughs) 
So in the break, I just got corrected from my wife who said that I pronounced my mother's name incorrectly. No, no, no. I said that you you spelt it incorrectly on our notes, (laughs) on our show notes. Oh. And because I saw it there and- Th- that the way you've spelt it would be annunciata because yeah, it's C I. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, though it yeah. sounds phonetically that way, it's not spelt that way. It's actually a Z, so it's annunciata. Well, I feel better now that I pronounced it right. I think you did. Well, so you say it. Annunciata. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's enough. <laughs> yeah, it's enough. But we want to talk about Racina. Yes. Because this name we had picked out. When before we knew Alberta was a boy, we'd picked our girl's name. We did both. We you did know, both. you pick a boy, you pick a girl. And that name was Racina Francesca. Mm-hmm. Locked in. We didn't had no qualms about that. Yeah. And this might seem like, well, that's the story. Then what do you, what are you <laughs> telling us? What are you bringing up? What are you, you bring it up for if you already figured it out? Because there's more. It was so to easy it for you. Than that. <laughs> now to just give context about the name, Racina is my my father's mother's name. Who's, who's passed away, Nonna Rosa. Mm-hmm. And Francesca is my mum's mother's name, my other Nonna, mm-hmm. um, who's also passed away. So at the time when we had that name, they were both still around and we just loved those two names together. Mm-hmm. And we loved both the Nonnas and wanted to honour them. Now, the reason why we question this name is because it's not traditional. It, yeah, it went against tradition. It went against what? you're meant to do and ultimately what we were meant to do was use my mother's name Mm -hmm. and my mother like i said her name was annunciata but she actually changed it yeah to nancy like permanently permanently on a birth certificate yeah yeah yeah, had it changed legally so it's no longer annunciata and nancy's the english version yeah and this kind of ties back into what i was saying about they kind of not hid but they didn't want to expose that level of being Italian on the outside, on the outside, they yep. still very much embraced their culture, and yeah, we had the family get-togethers. We prioritized going to see my cousins and they uncles are, and aunties over going overseas or holidays, yeah, stuff like they that. They are so traditionally Italian and cultural that it's it's so hard to imagine how she must have felt, yeah, changing her name permanently like that. I think that would have been a really tough decision, yeah, and. When we picked Racina Francesca, we knew it wasn't traditional. So when we found out we were having a girl. But we also, sorry to cut you off. Oh, just, yeah, you know. Just to add to that um, explanation, I guess as well is that your mum wasn't didn't have a daughter. Mm. She had two boys. She did. And if she did, I'm 100% sure. That would have been Francesca. The baby's name would have either been Francesca or the middle name would have been Francesca, mm. 100%. And I felt like we would still be able to honour your mum. By doing it that by way. By having Francesca in, the, in name. the name. I didn't feel like it was bypassing her. I think to me, she might feel a different way. I don't know. But to me and to you, I think we really felt like that was a way to include her in that cultural traditional way yeah absolutely you know I mean? absolutely i just thought i'd add that in just worth cutting me off for <laughs> okay. absolutely but now i forgot where i was talking about ah there it is when we found out we we're having a girl mm. we started to question it for some reason like i think we had Racina we... francesca there but then like we some... really wanted to do the right thing i think that that's yeah. where the hardness, the, the turmoil was, was that we, re- in our hearts, we really wanted to make sure that we weren't offending your mom or that we weren't offending your culture. I think as well, we wanted your mom to have some input to mm. the name too, right? Yeah, that's true as well. And we kind of went on a bit of a name search Yeah. after that. I think there was an app that we tried. Yeah. And it's like an app, oh, look, it's going to sound... Weird. Really weird. <laughs> but the way I was explaining this app before I started using it was it's like Tinder for baby names. So you swipe. You swipe. If you like it or not. Yeah. So right. Peter, ha- your partner has the app. You have the app. And then during the day, you both sort of swipe and. Well, you of- set in your. Um- culture. So we wanted Italian. 
like gender. Yeah. You can do all different things. You can do gender specific or like gender neutral kind of names and you can um, choose like a country of origin, just things like that. So you can preset all of that before it starts populating names. Yeah, which we did all that Mm -hmm. and we started swiping and there was a name that I think came up which we dismissed, but then we circled back to it. And that was Karina. It never came up. It never came up? Not in that. Oh, no. maybe we found it somewhere else. Definitely found it somewhere okay. else. <laughs> well, in any case, we tried that app. It didn't work for us. It didn't. It just kept regurgitating the same names. Yeah, the same list of names that we Very seen. popular names, yeah. Isabella, Sophia, all names that we love and are so beautiful. But again, it's they're consistently on the top mm. 10 names for babies every single year. And we just didn't really- Wanted do that be on the top of the we list. We didn't want to be in the top of the list. We yeah. wanted to be way down the bottom. Yeah. So anyway, we we found Karina somewhere, and I think the the meaning behind Karina is or the one we found was little Cara. Yeah, little darling. Little so darling. In Italian culture, like as an affectionate term for your wife or your daughter or something, you'd say Cara mia, which is like my darling. Mm. And then Karina, because of the Ina part on the name, it's sort of saying something little. So it's saying little darling. Mm. So, yeah, the little, meaning behind little the na- Cara. The meaning behind the name like appealed to us. Yeah, beautiful. And your mum really liked it. She did really like it, yeah. She did really like it. And then the middle name was going to be Annunziata mm-hmm. because that was my mother's name, although she changed it to Nancy. We wanted to honour the Italian mm-hmm. traditional name. And for the longest time, that was the name. It for- also came in that time that we were told- To come up with a name to, for the baby. To name the baby. During to- your hyperemesis. Yeah. So it, it was- Maybe it under- a bit of pressure. Pressure, yeah. yeah. It kind of speaks to what you said at the start, right? And how you feel pressure to pick a baby name. Yeah. Because you, not to sidetrack too much, but you were feeling a bit disconnected with how sick you were. Yeah. And that the goal was to try and say to you- Pick a baby name, you'll feel more connected. Talk to the baby and refer to it by its name. To it by its name. By its name. Yeah. So we did that. We had that, like, literally, that was locked in. We started telling people, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, really beautiful. We did get a lot of people, like, out of nowhere, people, just random people that we didn't know super well, or like our sonographer, saying that Karina was a South African name. Mm. It wasn't traditionally. Italian and then saying, oh, that Karina's spelt with a K or is it spelt with a C? So there's a lot of things being thrown out there. Started posing problems. Exactly. Yeah. And then I remember you said to me. We were trying to stay the course, you know. (laughs) We went on a trip to Sydney Mm, to see my nonna. Mm -hmm. And we started telling people the name as we were down there. Because at that point we hadn't really told anyone too much the name. But then we're like, okay, let's start telling We hadn't seen anyone as well. That's true. So we told I think we told my cousin and we said, oh, it's going to be Karina. And the first thing she said was Karina Corona. <laughs> horrified. 2021. Absolutely horrified. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to think we named it Karina because it was in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, my goodness. We never, it never entered our mind. But as soon as she said Karina Corona. Oh, my goodness. The whole drive home, we drove to Sydney, so. Yeah, 10 hours, 10 the whole hours. drive home. We Which would, was a mission with how sick you were, by the yeah, way. We'd be like randomly throughout the long drive, Karina Corona. <laughs> oh. Now, this posed a problem for a couple of reasons. One, we'd told everyone. Not but, everyone. Like, we've just mentioned it. Because you mentioned to me, I'm, I I think I don't want it to be Karina. I did. Did I say that? I felt like but I before, said that before we went. It was before we went, went to Sydney. Before yeah, we but went, we, I was already coming off the But Karina I said, let's just tell vibe. everyone and see how it goes. It'll be fine. <laughs> Little did I know that that was wrong. But when you when to circle back to when you told me that you were having second thoughts, it was super awkward because I'd bought a book for Mother's Day where it had Karina and Alberto love you this much. Yeah, and it was a w- personalized book. And we opened, I was like, well, this is awkward because I've made you this. And <laughs> it I gave hadn't it to arrived you. Yet. It hadn't arrived yeah. yeah. And then when we looked at it, it was Karina everywhere. 
So every page had Karina on it, but also when we saw, saw it, it written down next to Alberto, we just didn't feel those things you should feel. Like yeah. you should feel, you know, excited yeah. and joyful. And we were just a bit more like cringy. Yeah, we didn't like it. Not, there's nothing wrong with the No, name. but we just. We still love it, just not for us. Just not for us. Mm. So then after some pretty, not heavy conversations, but just some like deep conversations, we yeah. circled back to what we wanted. And we just thought to ourselves, you know what, if we are going down Rosina Francesca, we just have to own it and we have to explain in a heartfelt way why, why we it chose still it. connects to people. But we actually decided to keep it secret until she was born. Well, we didn't want the in-between being We didn't want to be talked back out of it because yeah. we got talked out of it once. We didn't want the opportunity for that to happen again because we were set. Like Rosina Francesca is so... It's just so feminine and dainty. And I just, whenever I think of my nonna, nonna Rosa, mm. she was so feminine and dainty. Yeah. And that name, Racina, for me, represents that. Yeah. So I just, we loved it. Mm. And then when she was born, again, it was another one of those, it's, she's a Racina. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. She could never be a Karina. Never. And again, look at the photo. Yeah. Her name is Racina. And, like, it sounds so silly because it's only two letters different, Karina, Racina. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're very similar. And that's probably why we picked Karina because it was so similar. It was so close, similar. yes. Um, but, yeah, it just it just feels so right. And when paired with Francesca, French- like Racina, oh. Francesca, the two of them together just really give her this beautiful, sweet nature. Yeah. Look, a couple of times she's been mistaken for Rosita and that burns me yeah. <laughs> to no end. Yeah. It's the pronunciation that I think gets me. I think it's when, like, if we're telling people the name, we just have to enunciate the N a bit stronger. Mm. Well, yeah. I think in the Italian pronunciation it would be Rossina. Rossina. Yeah, like the first part of the word would be the yeah. inflection, I guess. Rossina, Veneca. For me, oh, but Westernized, you'd be yeah. like Rossina. <laughs> yeah. So we've got two pretty beautiful names. You know, you've got Alberto, you have Rossina, and together they just have a really nice harmony. And they have cute nicknames. Like they we've do. got Albi, Rosie, Rosa. Like yeah, there's, there's some really cute stuff s- in there. Bert for Alberto. Oh. Or Roro. Roro for Rossina. <laughs> so if you really want to like. You, you got some flexibility there yeah, for yeah. their mates for, and their friends. For them and them as well. Like yeah. when they're teenagers or whatever, they want they to create can, their own. Yeah. But the beauty of it is, is their names are Alberto and Racina. We haven't given them the nickname from the start. Their mm. name, they, they have the flexibility to, to explore that as they get older with their name. Yeah. So that's the two names that we got. And I think as well, telling this story, we just wanted to, you know, connect with people and say it is so hard. There is so much pressure and there are so many people that, you know, have an influence on you. Yeah, an influence. Mm. Our influence came from my heritage, my culture, and a little bit from how you saw naming children as well. Mm. Like we both sort of melded it together and really arrived at the same conclusion which is really, really nice. But as usual, we leave a couple of bits out because we want to let you know our top tips. So on the other side of the break, you'll hear them from us. I think I might go first. This week. You're first this week. Okay. Yeah, you got to go first last week. So I'm going to take the reins mm. for this one because everything we've spoken about with how we've named our children, my tip that stems from that is be original, but don't be unconventional. Mm. Because if you, if you try and be too far from convention, one, you're going to be explaining that name Every single day to everyone your child meets or you meet and have to introduce your child. Yeah. Think about it. That's unusual. How did you come up with that? Yeah, right? And as much as you're like they don't have the right to ask or you think that they should just accept it, 
just not society. It's just not how society works mm. because, you know, they want to know too. They want to know what's going on with that name. Yeah, maybe once they're adults it's not so important, I think, yeah. or teens even, but little kids, babies. Yeah, like Jackson with an X, what's going on there? <laughs> so <laughs> what we, what my tip is be original as you can be with like within a conventional framework because – you want your child to be an individual, of course, but you still want them to to exist in society in a meaningful way that allows them to not be feel like an outcast because of their name. Well, that's exactly what I was just about to say is like a name can be so hard mm. for a kid. Like for me, constantly being referred to as a boy my entire childhood, like even to now, mm. even to now, like I still get it. Isn't that a boy's name? And even when it's a girl's voice that has said it down that's the other, true. even when the girl's voice, says yeah, it down that the phone. is true. It's just that kind of scoff, like ugh, mm. you know. It's not nice, and I. I think my mum obviously had good intentions. She didn't go out there to think, oh, "I'm going to do this to my child." It's hilarious. Um, she really thought it was a quite a pretty name, and I do get that sometimes. I think it's a very pretty name. I find it more pretty when it's paired with my middle name. Like Peter if I, Elise. Yeah, if I walked mm. around introducing myself as Peter Elise. That's- also when pronounced properly mm. because if people go Peter oh, or Peter. Peter. When it's Peter, like yeah. you've got to really enunciate the T tough- and the A at the end. Yeah, yeah not a D. Sounds E-R. a lot more dainty and feminine that way. <laughs> yeah, so it is really, really hard to like live with something that you didn't choose. And there was a lot of times where I thought maybe I should just change my name. And that's not nice to feel that way. No. That you just want to get through life without people making a mockery of you based on something that's just is. Mm. Like you can't help it. So then with that evidence to support me, uh, mm. I would say, yeah, be original, be as original as you can be. But if you're thinking about your child's future and how they're going to interact socially with people or just how they're going to be around and exist, keep it somewhat conventional, as conventional as you can be with within being original. Mm. That's my tip. Okay. I guess we'll do my tip. There's no one else here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um I guess my tip is to name your children the full name. Don't just name them a nickname because once you name them a nickname, then they're going to get a nickname from their nickname. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in Australia, I don't know other parts of the world, but in Australia in particular, it's very very common and it's a form of endearment when someone gives you a nickname and I think that you if you name them and your child a nickname already it's sort of taking that opportunity away from them a little bit yeah because there's no exploration within the realms of their name yeah they have it's it's been created for them yeah it's and already it's, shortened it's they're going to sign their name as that for mm-hmm. the rest of their life as opposed to having a, a, a clear, strong identity and then getting to play around with that outside of it. It also feels like you're almost dictating how their life will go in a way. Like if you name them a nickname that doesn't fit in the corporate world, mm. again, you've got something for them, an obstacle for them to overcome. And we just really want, we just think our kids and kids in general should just they, there are already so many obstacles out there outside of your home. You don't need to add. Any more to it. Any more to it. An example, a really simple one using my own name, like my name's Daniel, mm. but if someone wrote on my, if I got named as my birth certificate Dan mm, or Danny. Just, just Dan. or Yeah, just Dan or Danny, you know, like my name would be Danny. Mm. There would be no, what's your full name, Danny. No, like, what's your full name? <laughs> but what is it? Oh, what is it? No, no, it's <laughs> what's the long version? It's That's Danny. it. Yeah, you know. And also, your parents have never called you Dan or no. Danny. 
It's no, always Daniel. It's always Daniel. Mm. And, you know, I do get Dan, I get Danny, I get so many different variations. Dano. Dano, depending mm. on where I am in the world. <laughs> yeah. But I'd, lo- I'd have lost all of that if it was just Dan because yeah. that is already a shortened nickname of Daniel, mm. but then my name would be Dan. And I don't know if anyone else remembers this, but when you were a kid, you'd sit there and you'd like come up with your signature or mm. you'd write your full name out on, you know, your school timetable or whatever it was, you know, you'd write your full name uh, over you and cool. over again. Okay. Maybe I just did it. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. My name was just so short all the time mm. that it was never like cursive or you could never, you know, had um, that. Really beautiful. I want to sound even more cool. Mm. I used to go into JB Hi-Fi and type my name out on keyboards. Wow. Just to feel what the keyboards are like. So wow. I had a really nice long name to, Many letters. to stretch out, you know, so I was <laughs> I was really good. Yeah, and I think it's nice for kids to have those Those, those things. things, yeah. Yeah. But look, it's disclaimer. Not, it's like, not for us to tell you how to name your kid. Name them whatever you want to name them. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. We accept everyone and- what they're called and who they are. Yeah, so, name them Celery if you want to, you know, oh. or Seven, you know, on Seinfeld. Well, my whistle didn't seven come out. Seven Costanza. <laughs> it's such a I can't believe name. we've gone through that whole episode without talking about the <laughs> you Seven. You want a really beautiful name? Soda. Soda. That's another <laughs> another great. Yeah, Seinfeld and Simpsons, two of my favourite quotable uh, TV shows. But that's it for this week. Uh, if you want, if you obviously want to engage with us on names, if you disagree with us, if you agree with us, if you want to Just ask more tell stuff, us your yeah. baby names, like yeah. we'd love to know. We love finding out these things. It's sometimes the worst when people announce the gender of a baby or and they're not they and don't they're not tell the, you what name the name is or not an option for the yeah. name and you're just like but what is it yeah <laughs> yeah people that hide names from people too in fear for of years? other people like use like i've got mm. a baby name and i'm never telling you what it is yeah just okay. tell me i don't care okay i mean I we've got our it. we've got our name sorted so yeah whatever so just tell me <laughs> so, yeah. so feel free to pop your favorite baby names down in a comment section on instagram or somewhere on twitter Happy to happy to have that. And if you're liking what you're hearing so far, consider subscribing mm. on whatever platform you're listening to, to us on. Please do. Yeah, please do. We would love that. But that's it for this week. Uh, and But we'll be back next week. And I feel like next week's topic you could talk about forever. Forever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah. really good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's breastfeeding. And obviously you've breastfed both children, so yeah. you've got a lot to tell. Yep. So in between now and then, have a lovely week, everybody, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.